0: I'm gonna go get some water. You're gonna get some water. Can you get me some yeah. Fran's gonna make some pasta in a minute. It's got pasta. You know gone. what? You know what? I was having the thought. Cause I just, guys, for the for the listeners, mm. I just gave an excellent piece of critical race theory. Yeah. Cause I'm absolutely blazed CRT, and I thought. The American education system is scalable. Yeah, exactly. But I just gave a beautiful piece of critical race theory that would destroy any sort of leverage that the Republican Party of America had. But, you know, um, I was thinking, man, I'm smart when I'm stoned, so I thought I should record these thoughts. So here we are, me in front of stoned on a podcast. I am. And then I'm going to do a little catchy theme tune that goes like, Alex and Fran getting stoned. Or you won't be able to be here every time, though, so maybe. That's so true. We could do it on FaceTime. Alex, get stoned. Guest starring today, Fran. Or, like, with guests. With guests. Yeah. Yeah, with yeah. And we can record episodes separately for the listeners. Yes. And then you can have your own guests and I can have my own guests. But it's, it's hosted by us. We mm-hmm. are the hosts. Well, like, Dasha and Anna, but not horrible people. I know... I don't know who those people are. Red Scare... We all had the Red Scare phase, you know? The Red... Communism? No, not like Kevin, Kevin McCarthy Red Scare. Like, um... <laughs> I don't know, because they used to be left-wing, There's the video of Dasha, like, in a fucking little Sailor Moon outfit going, Is she going, a, a Bernie da- Sanders! Is she a drag queen? No... But then she got on this podcast and then the thing that was making them famous was the slightly controversial views that they had on some things. And then that rocketed them to fame. So now they've become kind of like the Alex Jones if he's served cunt. Okay. Um, And they just say like really controversial stuff. And people are like, Dasher and Anna said this. And then they get more money. Like I liked them a while ago. I did like them. But now they're they're just, you know, I think they're offensive for the sake of being offensive. Which is, Uh, you know, funny for some people. I'm not going to stop them, but I just don't South Park moment. I quite like South Park. Really? Mm -hmm. What do you not like about it? I don't know, it's just a bad reputation. And I think it's a red flag that the only people who I know who like it are my male friends. I quite like it. But then again, I do have big, pendulous balls. I think next time, we should make, again, Colin, Dasher, and Anna, assholes, and then exactly copy copying what they're doing. We should have like a docket of things that we should discuss, but give our opinions on while we're stoned. And I think that would radiate an appeal Because people love smoking the ganj, you know? The people love it, and they love to hear, when you're stoned, you want to listen to other stoned people, because they make more (sighs) sense. Do I think we should do that? Give our opinions on current events. Iris and the 212 on the uptown eight. Have you heard the remix? Yeah. Cocteau Twins When they pop their pussy Real Ayyyy hey. hey, Cocteau Twins Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to record a really long thing and then cut out the parts that are boring and then when we sound smart, I'll keep those bits. Amazing. Stone-talking, sober editing. Yup. What was I saying about religion? I think you called what, it was my, what was my point, though? I think your general point was that um, it's important to separate ethnicities from religions because religions, especially organised ones, are ultimately opiates of the masses, to quote Marx. Real. Whereas people are just people, regardless of race. Exactly. And belief system, it's like gender and and sexuality, like they're fundamentally interlinked, but they're not the same thing at all. At all and they a lot of the time they cross over but sometimes you do not and conservatives love love to bash one but um live by the other mm-hmm. weird it's really strange my feet are so veiny what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> look look at that vein right there. you can't see it look at it <laughs> Ooh, it's like popped out dude this is so good is it yay now that it's melted in the in the hot fire air. Woo! This is just gonna be awesome. I need to call this this door. <gasps> No! No! Blood on the floor. Blood on the floor. My mom is gonna cry. It's just water. Yeah, but she has trauma from water on the floor. <laughs> it's a wood floor. What? <laughs> oh. You div, you actual div? No. No, I was joking. I was like, she has trauma from water on the floor because we flooded like six years ago and my mom's like obsessed that we're going to flood again even though we're clearly not. And she has like flood doors and shit. I'm not fingering my milkshake. I'm just trying to cool down the burn (laughs) on my hand. (laughs) That's fair enough. (laughs) Who are you texting? Miss Fowls. Oh, you silly, you silly bitch. Thanks for that. Guys, for the viewers out there, <laughs> <laughs> she's texting her lips. We're resolving things. Mm. Or I'm allowing her to resolve things. Okay. And okay. to quote Ava, Macy's little sister. Okay. Okay. If she's the sassiest little woman. I love her she actually gives me life every time I see her she's like just turned 13 when I met her the first time I think she was 11 or 12 she's like in year 8 she's in year 8 and she's like but she acts like she's like 25 like she's she acts like she's a 25 year old gay man though like she's just so fabulous I love her I love Macy too said to Emma, if more people are shagging that means my lack of shagging is even more prevalent and she said, Oh dear. Oh, thank you, you. to a window. A window? A oh, window. I know this, why is this? Oh, um... Incense and Peppermint. Incense and Peppermint's Strawberry Alarm Clock. Oh, we are gonna get demonetized for having music in the background. Mm-hmm. It's Strawberry Alarm Clock in the sewers. They're probably all dead. Yeah. It's a great song, though. I love, um... None to lose Something the guru? Sit with the guru Do you know that one? Put it on the cue And the cue, bitch Do you think you could just learn how to be a tattoo artist without being good at art? Absolutely, I mean you give pretty shit tattoos, but I mean there's a niche for everything. Yeah. I feel like you can get good at anything with practice though. You are? You can get good at things by practice oh, though. Absolutely. I forgot I was still recording then, what the hell. Sorry? I forgot I was still recording then. I just need to write something in my notes app To remember when I am sober. I was just thinking like... You know how I was saying, you can get good at anything with practice. Yeah. And I always thought when I was younger, cause like, me and my brother are opposites. I'm always good at, like um, the kind of intelligence you think when you think book smart. You know, I've always been like they're clever, got good grades in school and college and like, have you got any water that I can steal, by the way. Thanks, queen. Yeah i um, Like, always got good grades in school or college and stuff. Um, But when it comes to practical things, like when I tried how to learn to play the guitar or learning to drive, things like that, something that you can't use, you sort of... Because I was never even really much good at maths or anything like that. I mean, I'm intelligent in, like, the english words you type away but um and i killed the man sorry i was just checking me i was listening um <laughs> but oh yeah so anything that comes with like logic and having to practice and stuff I never was much compact. Mainly because I was used to everything coming pretty easy for me and being able to bullshit my way through most things. Not having to revise for an exam or anything. Like, still don't really. I'm not... I kind of used to bullshit my way through stuff, so when it comes to things that I actually have to work pretty hard at, I can't. Like, I can't motivate myself to work hard enough at it. Yeah. Um. I, I don't know whether it's just because... I'm s- depressed, but <laughs> yeah, I could um, never work hard enough at anything. So I not mm. um, so I just need to remember quickly. Oh, yeah. I was listening up on it. I was going to say, like, I wanted to remember that when I'm older, I can just, like, at uni, I need to just practice all the time mm. writing and mu- write music still stuff. And you can do it as a side thing. Have more yeah. time. Yeah. You need to do recreational activities. Hello? Hi. Hiya. Hiya. Oh, yeah. I'm alright. Uh, where are you? I'm just coming home then. Oh, okay. I was just checking. Did you get my text? No, I didn't sleep at I didn't sleep to... Oh, I just said, is it cool if I sleep at Alex's? Oh, where are you now? I'm at Alex's. Are you staying there? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Did you not ask your mum? She always forgets, I usually just tell the day off. Oh my god. <laughs> <Planes>? <laughs> I know, She, she just said, Did you not tell? <laughs> Did I not tell you? But you always forget, don't you? So I only I always tell you the day off. I knew you were going to to I wanted to sleep, but well, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> Are you, have you got um, work tomorrow? Yeah, but only at 2. Alright, fine then. Thank you for letting me know. Yeah, no worries. You okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Alright, I was just letting you know. No, good. Let me know. I want to know. Amazing. Alright, I'll see you tomorrow then. Alright, love you. Good night. Love you Goodnight. <laughs> Sorry. I feel like I'm in the presence of a celebrity oh, with your then. mother. Oh, she's not that special. No, she's an esteemed poet. <laughs> she is. She's a what celeb. What's her name? <laughs> Louise. I'm Louise the poet. Oh Guys, go goodness. follow at Louise the poet. Right literally, now. Louise the poet. <laughs> It's Fran's mother, she inherited the cool. I had to I had to learn You had to calm. develop it yourself. I had to develop the cool myself. No, my dad's actually quite cool to be fair. Yeah. But my mum I love her. I love the bits. Mm. And I think we should stop demonising classic femininity. Separate point. That's so real. However, my mum is the rom-com like basic in you know quotation marks girly and i love her and she tries to understand the things that i like and i love her yeah i really love her for it um but we don't have a lot in common whereas my dad kind of he was never brave enough to be one of the cool kids but Mm. he um he kind of used to listen to cool music and he had older friends who were like cool there was that guy that over there's heroin in the end shit and he used to like hang around with him and they used to like s- listen to this on vinyl in like a squat in kenny there was like a house that was abandoned and they all used to sit in this abandoned house and listen to like black and stuff and like smoke weed but my dad didn't really like smoke weed or anything he was a good kid and he was on the football teams so and he was friends with all that kind of people as well but you know, he he still was like quite cool so my dad's got a little bit, sometimes he'll like slip oh yeah I want to go see Sister's of Mercy and I was like oh! That's unexpected <laughs> Can I use this? Yeah, push I I love people like that who don't look like their music taste Yeah, it's fun You look exactly like your music taste Really? Oh yeah 100% Half tail swift, half Stephen. Yeah! Yeah! Exactly! <laughs> what is it? Dolly Parton was a little bit country, a little bit rock and roll Real! You are, you're a little bit country, a little bit rock and roll I love that! A little bit mod, a little bit rocker <laughs> So... That's so cool that's what, you, that's what you are No, actually, a little bit mod, a little bit hippie <laughs> But well, I, I love that for you. You're the, you're the greatest, you're the coolest human being that I've ever encountered in my whole life. Shut sure, up, you are. i am make sure you you. Oh, don't you My little sister for real. <laughs> 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 but, um, do I look like my visitors? Yes, absolutely. What do I look like? Give me a descriptors. Like, if you were to meet me for the first time now, what would you say about me? I said- I'd say, like, if I was a character, you know, like, one of the character tropes in a movie, what would I be? Because I know who you'd be. You'd be... You'd be the talking gay (laughs) character. The one who's a little bit like unhinged The one who's a little bit unhinged She's always got good advice She's very gay Give me some examples um, Like who am I in that 70s show I want to be a hide but I'm fans <laughs> That's so real um, Like who am I in like Brooklyn 99 or what? In Brooklyn 99 You're Gino Yeah people always say that in... I'm gonna give you yours after after. In How I Met Your Mother, have you seen it? No, but tell me anyway for the for the listeners. In How I Met Your Mother, you are Lily in Friends. I'm Chandler Once upon a time, you so or Phoebe. Phoebe. <laughs> um. I'm Monica and I'm friends. And Orange is the New Black, I'm Nikki, I think. Oh, at least I want to be Nikki. Maybe you want am Nikki? Maybe I'm Morello, I'd say I'm more Morello. No, I asked I asked Millie the other day what, uh, what Orange is the New Black character I'd be and she said I'd be Piper. What? And I was like, fucking Piper? Are you calling me an annoying bitch? But no, I said that she'd be so so. Oh, Millie. Yeah. <laughs> I think we would. No, I'd be I. I really hope she didn't take that as an because insult. Because she was like, oh, you you wouldn't be like, you'd think you were well off, but you'd be like Piper when she like thinks she's gangster with the pants business. Yeah. And I was like, because she was like, because oh, you you're middle class. Um, and I was like, yeah, I am middle class. But you're neglecting to mention the fact that Nikki was also grew up middle class, but had a shitty relationship with everyone in her life, and you know had a strange relationship with her mother, and then turned to drugs. I was like, well, that's that's me. I'd be Nikki. I'm too chill to be Piper. I don't give a fuck. I'll, I'm, I'm also like way more gay. Like. enough to be Piper. <laughs> No, you'd be so- I'm so sorry but you'd be like Yoga Jones or someone? <laughs> <laughs> you'd be like, think of your timing as a mandala. No, I genuinely think I am Piper. Because I'm just so like high strung and a bit out of it. And confused about a sexuality. I'm blonde. Like I'm so Piper. Hey, blondie. I'm fucking... That's a really good impression. Hey, <laughs> Blondie. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but, um, in Friends, you're Rachel. Really? Mm-hmm. I feel like people would say Phoebe, because they misuse the fact that you're, like, you're, like, a free, um... You're a free spirit. A spirit. But you are not, the, you are not like the, I'm like the, the fucking, you know, the one who's a bit out of it. You know, like the weird loopy character that there the always is. The wild they've card. Always, they've, all, they've always got a centering within themselves. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like the uh, the Charlie Kelly. Yeah. I'm like the Charlie Kelly or the, the Charles Boyle or, or Gina, you know. Gina, Charlie Kelly, Um. you know, Phoebe, those characters who are a bit wacky, mm-hmm. And it's like the, oh, he's weird. I'm that one. But, like, ultimately they end up being more wise than everyone else. But you're, like, the strong female lead. Like, who's usually the main character. Like, you're the one who's, you know, like... Just figuring shit out. Like, the at pixie dream girl with a backbone. Like, the Joe March. You're, like, Joe March. You're, like amy santiago you're rachel and friends you're not quite high strong enough to be monica but you're rachel you know you're a bit fun but ultimately you're like grounded and has a backbone. um you're like what yeah orange is you black piper's a bit too much of an asshole like i'm an asshole alex yeah piper i'm sorry well, piper <laughs> in the early season she became a pants gangster, or like in the very late season. Yeah. Mm-mm. Tasty! I love that! Tasty! She, you know, she takes no shit. She's fun, but she takes no shit. Yeah, she's fun, she takes no shit. She's, yeah, she's, she she no shit. she's very grounded in reality. Yeah, and she's like the mom friend. But she's friend. optimistic. She's optimistic, but she's like the mom friend, and she sorts everyone out, and she's, you know... Yeah. Pretty. Poussey! Uh, I love her. I miss R. I. P. say It's all You know what? Orange is the New Black. I love that fucking show, man. And um, it's got me listening to um, Prison Song by System of a Down. And I was listening to 6 and I was like, I wonder, cause you know... Wait, I'll play it. Alexa. Play Prison Song by System of a Down. Just listen to the... The lyrics, His prison song by Cause a- I'm just down. the new black. Like obviously, the woman that wrote it had been to prison herself because it was based on a book about a woman who was in prison, and it does display some like quite real issues about the American prison industrial complex. But we'll just listen to System, prison Whoa. If I like, um close my eyes which is enough so I can see like the lights but they're like wisps. And it looks like I'm speeding down the road and there's like cars with a million headlights. Whoa, they do this. It's <laughs> when you're right to come down with your available other kids. Crack my smack my bitch right here in Hollywood Nearly two million... Two melons? Nearly two me- million Americans are incarcerated in the prison system of the two US Two melon Americans! <laughs> but I was like, oh my god that's a lot of people So I was like trying to see if it compar- how it compared to this song basically but. And it displays that in Argentina Black, like Preset she was caught with less than an ounce of weed on her you know America has, uh, is only only one in the world in two two fields and that is number of people incarcerated and biggest military budget, yeah uh, the American government, man, oh my this is what I was talking about with my friend Jack and then I'm going to put something in last shout this but what's something chiller? What we got? Alexa play the album My Bloody Valentine Loveless by My Bloody Valentine on Amazon Music Alexa volume down What are we talking about? Prison? Talking about prison! Yeah. What about prison? What was it? The industrial complex. Oh, America. America. Yeah, me and Jack were having this conversation the other day about like there is a like difference between good drugs and bad drugs and it is it is like kind of Stigmatized all of them, but I think there's a difference, and I think the reason some are more popular than others, like, and I'm gonna sound like I'm complete like talking complete and utter hippie dippy bullshit because I am I'm stoned off my arms. Why um, do you keep um, closing the door because it's getting colder? Do you want to open it? To know. <laughs> no, sorry, but um, yeah, I am spouting hippie bullshit, but it's true that's like correct hippie bullshit, like things like acid and stuff and like yeah there is a lot of people who are arseholes that use acid but it's not going to fix everyone because it doesn't change you as a person it just amplifies and makes you who you already are think in different ways and same with weed to a lesser degree and it's like you know if you're an arsehole in any way you're going to be an arsehole when you're on acid and those people tend to kind of give it a bad name but when the government cottoned onto this and cottoned on to people that were becoming anti establishment and thinking, like, why is it that these little men in charge get to send off all of our sons and get them killed in a war that they have, you know, they want to fight to protect their country? I'm oh, answering Alexa, stop. I was in the middle of a really good run there. He's Let's stop my podcast. Okay. My mum. Alexa, play. Drugs. I was saying that it's not like Father Jack with the D-night! But no. The bad drugs are the ones like crack and heroin and shit that just fry your brain and meth and things that just basically have no use other than to make you feel normal and zombie-like. You don't ponder the world differently, or have like philosophical conversations, or giggle and enjoy life. You just become a bit zombified. Even things like synthetic weed, like spice. I did spice once. Not fun. Mm-hmm. Or oh, ketamine. Ketamine just makes you feel. Oh, you just feel weird. Like I can't explain it. It's like being drunk, but without the silliness. You feel like you're like in a video game, like floating around. Not, I, I really don't know how to explain it, but shit like that. If yeah. it's created in a lab, actually LSD wasn't created in a lab, but you know what I mean? Like, I guess, yeah. Things like crack or cocaine or anything like that that just alters your behavior mm-hmm. and your personality. Even alcohol to an extent. Like, we all know alcohol's fun, but it's not really very good. No. That's to numb the people. Mm-hmm. And then you you secretly feed that in like the CIA was feeding into black neighborhoods in the 80s feeding in crack and then they, so that they could go to prison and the prisons could basically have slave labor because they can pay them way less than regular workers but that's a rant for another day you know they, they pump these drugs into poor neighborhoods and working class neighborhoods and then demonize all drugs so that nobody does the ones that expand your mind and then the people are just numbed. It really is like I've the American it. government is like really so like, what do they call it? Dystopian. Mm. It's like Brave New World. Have you ever read Brave New World? No. It's like where they specifically, they like pump in substances kind of but in a different way. I think they have these like capsules of joy that they do as like drugs. Mm. It's it's a really good book. read it years ago. But basically like they um they they kind of artificially alter the society and make things taboo just so the different classes of people are kept separate from each other. Right. And they're like, oh, you know, the the lower classes are all dirty drug users and all of this. And, and the crazy thing it was written in the 1920s, I think, and it's just so accurate to future. And they basically like genetically alter people in the end to to so they fist fit certain stereotypes for classes you have like the A's and the B's and the... you can borrow if you want. I'd love to. It was really good. Aldous Huxley. But well, he was a socialist. Um, He's another one of those ones like Animal Farm. What do you think about, um, democracy? Oh not democracy, civil liberties being I at risk. Like that whole debate about our civil liberties being put at risk. Whether that's a good thing or not. Is this from politics? You can't I don't exactly remember, which means I need to do more revision because my first politics exam is in three and a half mm. weeks. <laughs> but I have a mock for this in about two days. Mm.
1: Guys I have, I have not, been not too
0: much re- so. I've been too much doing too much Russia revision. Oh no. But, um. But what was I saying? Yeah, I forgot. I forgot. So, you're gonna have to give me some examples. Like, like explain it like you're doing it for like a dummy. And civil liberties. Civil liberties are just sub- civil... Like, freedom of speech and stuff? Freedom of speech, freedom of privacy, stuff like that. Um, there's, there's you know, proof that they're being infringed upon by... By, like, the internet? By the internet, by most corporations, um, by the government. I feel the same way about that as I do about people who get scammed. And people who are Scientologists. Um the people who succumb to that succumb to like an internet scam or Scientology which is a cultic scam. They're all scams. Those people are not you know, I don't blame them for being stupid. It's a stupid decision to make, to follow along with it, but you know, sometimes it becomes a necessity as a human being to like want to fit in with the community or you know want to be like others and have a tribe you know it's a human need and sometimes you just want to feel like respected in your beliefs and stuff and i I think that the, the people that fall for that i don't blame them but still it's a really stupid thing to fall for that's like the internet like the internet has become It's become an integral part of society and now, like, if you're sort of our age and you're at college, you can't really exist without the internet, like, teams and all the resources and stuff. You can't really exist without the internet and you kind of need it. I mean, you could. If you really wanted to, you absolutely could. But it's just we have this kind of need for ease. (laughs) As humans, which again, don't blame us for. But you know, if you join the internet, then you are going to get your privacy invaded. <laughs> there is no such thing as privacy for the internet. But I do think there is still true privacy these days and, you know, freedom of speech and whatever. Just don't put your thoughts out there for everyone to see. Freedom you know, of if speech you... means freedom of consequences. What do you mean? I mean, you can say what you want, but be prepared for the backlash. Exactly, it's like... You can say what you want if people can react to it how they want. Yeah, exactly. As long, as, they're they're not with, with the as, long as it's not place. like, you know... Well, I hate that I'm about to use this to put forward an argument, and this is fundamentally a very, like, classical liberal... It's a like, libert- principle, isn't it? Yeah, it's a very libertarian outlook, and you know me, I'm a... I'm a true socialist. Yeah. I'm a, you know... Jeremy Corbyn is my Mm. daddy and I don't care that people are gonna Jeremy Corbyn's sons get hate because the the communists, which I was at one point, are like oh my god, she's like sold herself out like she wants to, you know accept some elements of capitalism, Mm. what the hell like I'd rather just let the Tories win than you know, betray betray my darling Lenin and it's like okay girly props we get it but do you you are aware that we can't make such a huge change oh yeah in this climate in an ideal world that would Absolutely. be perfect but you need to set the groundwork Marx's whole thing was about the the road to revolution yeah, exactly but you like you got to respect that capitalism and stuff is so ingrained in society that it people love consumerism ever since the neoliberal boom of the people 80s people love consuming people love you know being individual selves and being selfish and if you as the enlightened people in brackets take away people's like take away their tv and take away their daily mail and take away their or you know it's all the same people like to demonize working class people for being not politically educated but it's exactly the same for the upper classes it's just instead of their daily mail it's their guardian or their you know telegraph it's all the same shite but people love to sort of be told their opinions. Where was I going with this? I've gone too far off the tangent. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeremy Corbyn and Capitalism. Oh my god. Sorry, I've gone so far off the tangent. But, yeah, you, you just go so far off it that, like, I don't fucking know. You can't, I think, um, wanting revolution. Oh, you couldn't just take, you know, you couldn't just take everybody's, like, shit that they've been told to think away from them at once. Otherwise, people would be angry. You gotta let the people realise for themselves that there's something wrong. You can't just... Storm in and make it happen from above. You've got to educate the masses. Propaganda of the deed doesn't work. Like Rosa Luxemburg, it needs to come from the bottom down. You can't just take away. People love personal space, and I love personal space too. You know, I have a bit of individualism. Mm. You know, not so individual. Like, I love the old fashioned ideal, and they still do it in a lot of Eastern European communities where it's like, you know how they say it takes a village? Like, the baby is the whole village is baby and stuff. I love that idea of fraternity of small communities. I think when they work, they really work. That sort of small town, but also being accepting of other cultures. That's why I I love. But I I love all of that, but at the same time, I don't think we should all, you know, if we all had to wear the same thing and drive the same car and live in the same types of houses, because it's true that we're also incredibly the same. Yeah, it's true that everyone's equal, but also everyone's different. Everyone's different in their economy. And I think you need some level of capitalism to be, be able like, be real, you've got to pick between whether you want true harmony or... Because some of these people who harp about communism on the internet, if I took away their purple hair dye and their, you know, their precious TikTok and their,
1: their, their, per- iPhone. and their
0: iPhones and their eyeliner and their, you know... All the things they bought, all the things they subscribe to, all the music they listen to, they'd be like, what the fuck? There has to be some level of individualism and some level of capitalism in order for kind of you to have those things. Yeah, because there comes a point where treating us all so truly equal means wiping away anyone's individuality or. I think in the modern day age, individuality has gone way too far and we like to like, oh. outdo each other's uniqueness. No, I think indiv- not even in that way, individualism it's like the, the grind culture and that, yeah. you know, you've got to get out and get your own and, you know prioritising career isn't great that people have careers, like especially women have worked so hard to be equal in the workplace and stuff Yeah. and it's great but I think that everybody on some level I think that everybody's priority should be this is going to sound like such a like fucking stupid man on a podcast like conservative take but I promise <laughs> I'm going somewhere with it I think everybody biologically like wants to care about things like people I think we now value to Francesca's I think we biologically are wired to like value people over anything else. No. And I'm not saying that necessarily is in like reinforcing stereotypical like gender roles. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you don't have to want to settle down and have a nuclear family or whatever. You don't even want to have kids. Like women shouldn't be pressured to have kids no. because of like biological values. What I mean is everybody most people yearn to be close to others and have their feelings validated and have friends even. Even if you don't want ever want a romantic relationship or kids or whatever. We all, on some level, yearn to be understood by other people, um, and I, yeah, we all kind of yearn to be. To get again, don't know where I've gone with this. I went on for the tangent for too long. Togetherness. I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get it. Oh, grind culture. Capitalism. Capitalism bad. Yeah. Um. And that's why I love anarchy communism. But you gotta, you gotta have some level of grind. But you should, you know. Work should be work, and that's it. Your whole life shouldn't be work. Your primary concern should be looking out for your fellow human beings and being all lovey-dovey. And I do believe, I mean, I do believe that some crime is inherent. I believe that there is a small percentage of people who are just born evil. Oh, yeah. I think there are some people who are just wired wrong. Because at the end of the day, all we are is just like a different sequence of DNA. So something's gone wrong in the mind when you were developing in the womb. And you're just genuinely born bad. But I think the majority of people are born, you know. Most people are born good and it's a situation. It's the situation that's warped it because, I mean, do you wonder why? I think it's like, oh, this links into before. Like 90% of people who are in prison are working class. No question. <laughs> it's because the situation you're born in makes you develop in different ways than what you should. Do you know what I mean? So... Yeah. Absolutely. Well, How this relate to and I, and I think a lot of the stuff that uh, makes kids so fucked, or so like, you know, like you're saying, most people are born good, and it's the situation that fucks you up. Know, you know, every time we watch a serial killer documentary, they're always like, oh, it's a normal family, but the mother, you know, didn't really want kids. Like Eileen Juanos yeah. Like obviously, what she she's my prime example of what she did was horrible. Do you are you aware of like Miley Cyrus? I th- I think I I know who you like. Just explain to me. Basically, she was the female serial killer. She was billed basically as the first ever female serial um, killer, which wasn't actually. I mean, there's been ones before, but basically, when she was growing up, um, her mom abandoned her and her brother when they were like eight, and she went to live with her grandparents. But her granddad, like, sexually abused her. Oh, and her grandma was, like, um, an alcoholic and kind of ignored it. But her granddad, like, sexually abused her repeatedly throughout her childhood. And she ended up, like, getting kicked out when she was 16 and, like, lived. I mean, I watched... A, I listened to a podcast, uh, the last podcast on the left. They did, like, a sort of biography thing on her. And it was very informative. Like, they weren't, like, giving stupid opinions. Like, yeah. they've done their research and stuff. Um... I love that podcast, but they, they'd done their research and she just basically had a horrible childhood being sexually abused and then she was yeah. really poor uh, and she was a prostitute and she, like, used to go around, like, stealing and, you know, stuff. And, and then she got with this woman. She met a woman and they were... They were they used to travel around together and basically she used to... They were, like, in love and she used to basically... Um, Eileen Warner used to like rob stores and steal cars and stuff to, to make money for her and yeah. Tyreks like live in motels and stuff. But one day she was like being a prostitute, and she was having sex with a, a client who'd stopped her to pick her up on the road, and allegedly, people say allegedly, I really do think this happened. Um, he like tried to rape her, yeah. and so she killed him. Um, and took his car. And took his wallet, and then she proceeded to do the same with like six other guys. Now, whether they all tried to rape her, because you know, realistically, if you're the type of person to be buying a prostitute, I mean, whatever. The, you know, everyone's like, we love sex work these days. Again, I love sex workers. Yeah, Like sex, sex workers are, are c- great people. Yeah, amazing. Great people. Do not like the concept of sex work. No. The same as what we were saying about religion before. What my, what our based take was. I love pe- religious people. Yeah. The concept of organized religion. Do not love. I love religious people. Different, but different. Mm. But um, oh, what was I saying? Eileen Waters. Eileen Waters. What about Eileen Waters? She was a sex worker. You love sex workers. Oh sex worker. yeah, yeah. But if you're the type of person that's buying a sex worker, you're not going to be a nice person. <laughs> I don't know any nice people oh in my no. life that would buy a sex worker. Like, I, I don't know anybody that that is nice that would buy a prostitute. I just don't think you can be a nice person and do that. I'm sorry. No. Just have a wank, you know what I mean? But... But anyway, she said that they all raped her. But whether she just af- killed a few who assaulted her and then she got a taste for it and thought it's easy to kill these men and rob them rather than just rob them because then there's no witnesses. Whatever, but she ended up getting caught and I think, yeah, it's wrong to kill people Obviously, especially if they hadn't tried to assault her Yeah, it's wrong to kill people I know that Like, obviously mm-hmm. But from the circumstances she was brought up in and the fucked up childhood she had Which I really think childhood affects most of oh, your personality I'm a real be- big believer in nurture rather than nature yeah. But, um but yeah i mean it's no wonder that she ended up the way she did and society fucked her over from the beginning you cannot deny that society fucked her over you're telling me that if she was raised by loving supportive parents who did not rape her and then never had to be a prostitute never had to like sell herself for money never had to be poor on the run that she would have done the same thing and the answer is maybe still she could have been a psychopath you know she could have been born but 90% chance that the answer would be no. Do you know what I mean? Like 99% chance. Absolutely. I don't know what were you originally saying with that? You had a point. I don't think I did. Civil- oh, serial killers tracking back to kids. Mothers, people love to blame mothers. Of fucking up their children And their children end up being serial killers And it's like Most Yeah it's not always It's not always nurture It's not always nurture and also Mothers Are one of the most Like Sidelined groups of people In society mm-hmm. You know we see it in like The, the modern like mom life culture of just, like, like, alcohols in disguise as, you know, drinking wine. And oh, the, you know, there's, like... You know, the cell Like, my mom's birthday card that was on the side? Like, it's not called being an alcoholic ho-bag. It's called having fun on a Tuesday afternoon, you know? Yeah, so the, the fact that we've created this society in which women, middle-aged women with kids, feel the need to drink themselves to death, to stay keep, thin and pretty for their husbands. Thin and pretty to drink skimmed milk and sugar-free syrup in their coffees. You also, know. I think that's got a lot to do with how men stay in the 90s were with like diet culture and like thinness and heroin chic and Kate Moss and shit. Oh yeah. So I think especially like our generation's parents are like. That's totally ingrained into them. Yeah, Because that was when they grew up. But I'm just saying, like, we cannot blame women for pushing them into a situation in which they are solely responsible for the outcomes of their children and their husbands. Oh, absolutely. But the original point about communism was I don't think that everybody is naturally ingrained, you know, to want to connect with other people, sometimes something can go wrong in the mind tank, but usually, fundamentally, people want other people to love them, whether that be through the form of a husband or a wife or whatever, or through friends or kids, and that's why I think when people are like, oh, communism will never work, it's because usually the the surrounding factors affect how we develop as human beings and whether we're selfish or kind or whatever, and, um, The surrounding, sort of, issues are largely caused by capitalism and therefore, I mean, sometimes people are just born plain evil but a lot of the time it's issues that are a direct, sort of, symptom of capitalism that end up making people think that they wouldn't be able to have a small community life based on value in other people. (laughs) (coughs) I genuinely think that's what it is. And that's why I hate hustle culture because like we should be valuing love and friendship and family instead of your work being your whole life and Mm. i respect people who are like workaholics and especially women fought so hard for it to be taken seriously but at the end of the day a job should be a job yeah it should be a sustainable one i think it's a very privileged position to come and go you know just get a job like some people are in the position where they they have to you know be working all the time to support yeah. their family like especially people from immigrant backgrounds like they're not taken seriously in the workplace and I was talking to my Uber driver the other day and he was like you know back in Sri Lanka I could have been a doctor I could have been a lawyer but here I have to be a taxi driver because you know just the, the culture is different and it's not taken seriously so I don't blame people like that who have to work constantly to support a family, but I think in an ideal society work should just be work you're doing something useful like being a baker, because everybody needs bread Mm -hmm. or being a doctor, because everybody gets sick or whatever, whatever kind of thing that's a useful skill that you've got nothing like, you know, the the invented corporate world that if we did not have capitalism fake jobs oh yeah fake fucking jobs, like head of PR or whatever like fake jobs would not even be a thing it'd just be like yeah exactly it'd just be like teachers you know like all the public sector jobs everybody needs teachers everyone needs firefighters everyone needs uh, be, be like yeah like as long as they're good ones oh yeah or you know the only exception is everybody needs police that's a debatable sentence yeah. if the police were not you know horrible racists who implemented the terrible system we've got at the minute but i think we do need some sort of enforcement of law because like don't rape people please we don't want to just have a society where but i think we should have a society rather than police where because everyone values community and good moral values if you do something like rape someone or Murder someone or whatever, there'd be no need for prison, because everyone will shame you, and you'll be cast out of the community. Like in, um... Ye olden times. Have you seen The Walking Dead? No. In The Walking Dead, I think it's about season five or six, they come across this community, um, where they trade everything. It's basically like a commune, mm-hmm. um, obviously because there's a zombie apocalypse, and they have a leader, but it's, you know, it's communally based, and... Um, They'll take votes and, and because no one has any reason to do anything wrong They don't mm-hmm. and when a guy like starts abusing his wife they kick him out of the colony Exactly, we just thing. solved the need for police bro. Like we only need police now and everyone's like what would we do without the police? Like people would just be going around murdering and that's why at first whenever there's like Do you remember when people took over, what was that city in America they took over and they had like anarchy in this city for two days? I do not know. Whatever. When people do looting, that's because they have, you know, skewed moral values because they've been raised under a system of capitalism where it's fend for yourself, whatever. So they're like, I don't care if I put this small business out of business. I'm just gonna nick shit. But I don't think that people are like, anarchy would never work. But I think... People don't know what anarchy is. Yeah, exactly. But I think genuinely if we had small... In an ideal world, if we had small sort of, like, commune style, there'd be no need for law enforcement or anything because people would just have good moral values and mm-hmm. then if someone didn't have good moral values, they'd be cast out. But like, I, I love... I fucking love anarcho-communism. I love Emma Goldman. I love Fox Gable on your back But I think it should be a leaderless movement because it's dangerous when you're on like a system of shame. Because then what if your leader's like, Now we all hate Jews! Being Jew is a wrong moral attitude. Hence the um, Mm -hmm. USSR. (laughs) The Holocaust. And like the USSR, what that turned into. So, I don't quite know a way to prevent that from happening. But I genuinely do believe that when people are raised under the correct circumstances, they can learn to be good. They will be good. And that's why working class people are usually more in touch with their community and kinder and just generally nicer than the middle class or upper class people because they've grown up with that sense of, of the, yeah, the need to be in touch with people well, like my mum, my mum's mom, my got a really massive family and they're all pretty working class and like they'll always lend each other money even if they never have any money even if it's the mm-hmm. last 20 quid they'll lend it to each other because that's what you need mm-hmm. so what you need when you need it well my family's scales so i mean scales people are like very tribal mm stick you know together and even though I'm painfully middle class as you can see like mm-hmm. I'm not denying the fact that I've never had to worry about where the next meal will come from or I've never had to worry about not going on my yearly summertime trip to France or whatever you know I'm not disputing that but my parents grew up very working class like my mum's from Anfield my dad's from Kenny in Liverpool and they've kind of kept their old friends, like, they didn't sort of betray, them. even though, like, my dad's, my dad will, like, drive around in his Audi and wear his little tweed jacket and all of this and go, go to operas. But, at the same time, you know, his very best mate, like, still lives in Kenny and works in the Heinz factory and all of this, Do you know what I mean? Like, my dad's very in touch with his roots and so is my mum. They don't pretend to be something that they're not And they've kind of taught me, all growing up, like, because a lot of people I went to school with were clearly very rich, but used to be like, I'm not rich. And I'm like, it's obvious that you're rich. I don't know why you're ashamed of that, because my parents taught me growing up. It was integral to my parents that I understood how lucky I was and how my dad constantly talks about this is what his grandma worked for when she was getting up at four in the morning to go to her cleaning job that... She had three different jobs and only had an outside toilet and whatever. And he's like, you know, my whole line of ancestry is, you know, looking upon you, you're so lucky, whatever. Um, And I genuinely think that that's made it so that I find most middle class people insufferable. Mm -hmm. That's why I hate this village. Everybody's so self absorbed it's ridiculous. So out of touch. Because mummy had a pill addiction and daddy's sleeping with his secretary. And mummy pretends she doesn't know because she's secretly guzzling down, like... I don't even know. People do poke around here. A lot of coke ads. Around there. But... You know, she's doing drugs to pretend like she doesn't notice, and everyone grows up with the emotional maturity of a seal. breakfast <sighs> As a piece of wet paper. Because, like... They just have never learned it growing up. They've yeah. just never learned how to deal with problems. And everybody uses money as currency. I know so many people, like, middle-class friends. Like, and friends who... Because I went to a high school in a pretty, like, privileged area. So a lot of the people that came to that school... I mean, I've realized now I've gone to college and mixed with people with all sorts of backgrounds. But it may as well have been a private school. Even though it wasn't, because it was in such posh area. Mm. But, like, I had some friends who had some horrible lives. Genuinely horrible lives. Mm. Um, and everyone would be like, oh... Like, I've, I'm not going to name who, but... Someone was saying to me, like, I hate when rich people complain about their lives. Like, it's so annoying, like... You'll never have it as bad as working-class people. And yeah, like, obviously... <clears throat> <laughs> they've never had that worry of money or anything but at least working class community like working class culture values community i mean you're always on the bones of your ass but i think the people who have left less to give are always inclined to give more obviously working class communities have their problems largely created by the fact that everyone's skin exactly and I think work, uh, I think middle class values are very different to working class values. And basically it's like, shut up and put on your fake smile and pretend that we're the best. And we have all the best things and we have such a nice, peaceful life. And oh, we don't get into all of that partying. And, you know, we do our fishing, we garden, we polish our windows. And like, if you've got issues, you basically supposed to just shut up and not talk about it. Because then it's like, oh darling, everybody's going to know that we've got problems. We have to be the perfect family. And I have friends who genuinely had horrible lives even though they grew up really rich because daddy hit mummy. And, you know, daddy abused kids. But no one said anything about anything because they wanted to pretend that they had a perfect family. So, I don't think it's right when people are like, rich people don't have problems. 'Cause they do. But sometimes they do have stupid ones. Well I think let me only Sorry, I'm doing so much talking. I'm so irritating. You're not irritating, you just have a lot to say. I think you're also chilling. well no, I'm so irritating. If I ever post this, the viewers are gonna be like, Well that ginger one, shut up. <laughs> so the hot one can do give her opinion your mom on marks. The blonde one's so terrifying. (laughs) Like, well, that fucking big ginger guy shut the fuck up and let the hot one talk. I would never, like, tell you to shut up. And I'm really not that hot. Yeah, you are. Wait. And that's just what they'll do. I think I've never seen that. What? I don't really want like i this beautiful, i like a daily basis. I know. So I think it's because I've been wearing makeup every day this week. It's really bad for me to wear makeup every single day. I've had to balance how much I worn makeup with how much I just leave behind my makeup on. If fact, I spend too much time on makeup, I start believing that's what my face looks like. And then I believe that my face can be adjusted and it can't. This is my face mm-hmm. and I'm happy with my face if I don't wear makeup for long enough time. So I just need to not wear makeup for a while and it'll be fine but, for, like, at this moment in time, I really hate how my face looks. And, like, the day someone told me I oh, like Margot Robbie, and I was like, fuck off, no, I don't. Yes, you do. And, like, yeah, people tell me this, and I've never seen that, and I, it just feels like they're making fun of me. And I know objectively they're not, because objectively I do share similar features to Margot Robbie, but I just can't see it, so I just don't believe Sarah. them. Sarah. Alex, please don't use candles slash vapes slash cigarettes in the house whilst we're gone, and particularly not in my bedroom twenty. <laughs> I love the little case. Alex, please do not use vape slash cigarettes slash candles in my bedroom. <laughs> yeah, because I'm just going to go in my mum's room and fucking spark up a like, JPS player. Is JPS player say brand. I've been I've converted to vape nature and it's really sad. Oh. I couldn't afford because I'm a cigarette snob. Right, I because everyone in first year of college used to smoke fucking these bum Richmonds that some fellow in Wigan used to sell for like four pounds a half. I, everyone smoked them, but I just can't bear the taste. I don't I can't, I can't bear I don't mix my weed with tobacco, <laughs> darling. It's chamomile too, yeah. All organic. Yeah, Since it's the sustainable for the planet. No, No no anything chemical. chemical Nothing. No, even if it got 75 million pounds, I don't care. I just want to see like new and organic. But, but yeah. Um, what the fuck was I saying? Weed makes me have a terrible memory. Oh, cigarettes. So, I would only smoke a real Marlboro Gold. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing fake. The only things I could smoke were real marble gold and um, I used to get every time I went to France. Oh, what the fuck were they called? Where are you going? In the rain? What are the French cigarettes called? She's stretching. Should we go in? And I'll take the party machine with us. Open. Oh, oh, yeah, turn the pencil off. Is it off? Is this Black Magic Woman's best? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the Santana version is better. Mm-hmm. The Mac, yeah. it's, it's the guitar's groovy. Yeah. The Mac is, they've they played it down. They and also, it's it. not like, they it makes it just shit. Like, Sorry. It's yeah, exactly. Sorry actual, you know, actual jazz fans who know that, you know, Peter Green's Fleetwood Mac was good music or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just prefer the second coming of with her. Will you wait? I'm gonna wake up early tomorrow before my mom comes back so I can play all this. Will you remind me, please? i will absolutely work work. I I'll need get to wake murder. up relatively early so I can get into my fucking I sweet? What? Yes, don't sign your back on me, baby. Messing. Mm. Should we take the fighting machine with us? Yeah. We're liking it. Right, we are. I oh, was like the Alexa, not the point. I turned off the Alexa. Where's my shoes? Would you mind getting my phone, Yes. And we'll just leave the glasses at me. Are you time? sure? Yeah. Can okay. I tape here. Yeah. Where is the wall? Oh, no. oh. Where's my jewel? That one not cool. Where's my jewel? Is it in your pocket, maybe? Oh, it's in my hand. I'm oh, so mm-hmm. just Come on. Come on, Leave that door open. Leave it open. Yeah, it's a fumigate. Okay. <laughs> Travel inside. I never noticed how much I need with a weed before. We <laughs> started leaving. I need to drink all the water leave and all the, the place reservoir. Behind in the, leave that, you know, the shoes outside. Yeah. I'm going to have a wheel down inside. to lock the door. On me, baby. You're gonna make a devil out of me. I got a it. black magic woman. She's like out in real life. Mm-hmm. And she's like, fuck you for people who are being yeah, like, yeah. you know, yeah, a nice one. I want to see the brownie By Dusty Springfield. the In the cool the the we left the podcast with Dusty Springfield. How long have we been now? We're oh, still recording, we haven't been going for an hour. Can we make him. Um, we made some brownies, bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was so good. I put lime, I feel that I'm going to do some fried tofu. Good to it pasta? Yeah? What? yeah? Okay, I'm just going to move all this shit out of the way first. I'm gonna pop. Sorry, it's stressing me out. While well, that pasta cooks, can I just empty the solution? I'm going to pause the podcast while we're cooking because it's going to be a stressful and non entertaining experience.